made by Jaguars fans for Jaguars fans. This is the Real Till Podcast, the official podcast of Jaguars Reddit. Hey everyone and welcome to the Real Till r slash Jaguars podcast. I don't know what episode we're on. I think we're on episode 7, so we're just going to go 7. I'm JC, and I'm joined once again by my bud, Kramatos. What's up, guys? I know you missed us the past two weeks. We actually don't even have a third co-host to us this week. Apparently, everybody's doing stuff, I guess, having lives, uh, like the Broda Vista, hey, work. So, um, it's just us two today. Uh, but, nice, short, sweet episode here. Uh, nothing too big, nothing too crazy has happened in the past two weeks. Uh, but just little stuff we can just bullshit about for a little bit here. Well, I'm hoping, um, what are we, like a month away from the draft? Almost exactly, maybe exactly a month from the draft. Um, I'm hoping come draft time we might be able to work out, uh, you know, a, kind of a special uh, longer episode. Uh, maybe a pre-draft episode and a post-draft episode or something, you know, so... We'll see how that works out and see if we can get a few people in to, to talk draft. Yeah, for sure. We'll uh, we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll get that a little bit closer to uh, end game. I mean, draft day day. So we'll we'll uh, we'll figure it out then. Um, but looking into this, so uh, we have some uh, actually we have some good subreddit news this week, or actually I guess it'd really be the past two weeks here. Um, first thing I. Smoot's back. Dude's spamming up the uh, the sub here um, with uh, some of his videos. I guess that's one of the big things there. Um, and then the other thing you set up was the AMA. Yeah. Um, I had uh, spoken with Daniel Popper, the uh, Jaguars athletic beat writer, um, a while back. Um, and I, I know I've mentioned it to you before, and I may have mentioned it on the podcast before. Uh, but he expressed some interest in doing an AMA, and um, he's a busy guy, so everything kind of got lost in the shuffle for a few weeks, a, a month maybe. And uh, he DM'd me uh, just yesterday and said he, you know, still wanted to do it. So we've got uh, Popper hooked up for Sunday. That is going to be March. 31st, so two days at noon Eastern time. Um, he's going to be on the sub uh, answering um, you know, everyone's questions, hopefully, or as many questions as he can. Um, and this is our biggest, or this is our only AMA since K or Duraka, probably. probably um, been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the last one that we had. Uh, well, I guess the last one that we had was the, uh, the the Blake one, which wasn't really Blake. It was someone right. paraphrasing for him. But th that was on RNFL, I believe. And we did have a Smoot AMA. Oh, actually, we had the guy. Um, we had that Ooh. new guy. Uh, what was James, his name? James Johnson from uh, the Jags Wire USA Today. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Whoever that dude was. 
Yeah, and I believe that thread got taken down like s- somehow halfway <laughs> halfway <laughs> yeah. through the AMA or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, I, uh, it got reported, and I accidentally removed it. Um, mod abuse. And then, then like the, one of the admins messaged us was like, "Hey, you removed this. Is there a reason?" Because the admins were the ones that like initially set it all up. Because I don't know. I guess they had, they had something going on with USA Today, right? Um, or something goofy. I don't really know. But never heard of the dude before in my life. He had like a thousand Twitter followers. And sure, whatever. Yeah. Um. But uh. I, I mean, uh. Popper seems like a good guy. Uh, he's from New York. Um, I'm, I don't know which New York team he wrote for previously. Um, but this is his first year covering the Jags. He took over. Well, I, I, he didn't necessarily take over for Mike K, but he's like our, our, the biggest writer in the Jacksonville area for the Jags, like Mike K was. So. As but, far as beat writers go, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you consider DeRocco really a beat writer more other than maybe a guy that works for ESPN. Yeah, um, but you know, I've interacted with him a few times. He's a nice guy, and you know, he, um, he's he's a good writer. So uh, we'll see what kind of questions he can answer for us. I know, being a month from the draft, a lot of people are gonna ask him draft questions. So um, I'm curious as to as to what kind of ideas he has going on for draft season. Yeah, well, uh, interesting to see if he has any insight naturally. I mean, no matter what, he, I, nobody has any clue what's going on. They always run Coughlin and Caldwell both. I mean, if one thing's for sure, they, they do well. They run a tight ship and impossible to get anything out of that place like Fort Knox down there. So yeah. if there's well, a positive it- with them, it's that. Yeah, it's actually it got a little chuckle uh speaking with Popper about AMAs uh the first time we talked about it about a month or so ago. He told me he's been a redditor for several years and he's always wanted to do an AMA but he had n- never gotten the opportunity. So when I first reached out to him, he was like really excited to do it. So um at least we have somebody coming in who's been a redditor for a while who kind of knows how it works and you know how the platform works and someone who's you know actually enthusiastic about doing it yeah compared to to Rocco who had never done it before kind of had to run him through the uh, how to actually do it uh, well yeah but D-Rock's an old guy so yeah he's an older guy here but um I- I, I do like D Rock though. I'd like to get him back on sometime this year if we can. Yeah, for um, no, I will. Uh, I was actually probably going to bring him back. I would say probably I'm going to ask him maybe like a week before the draft, um, just to see um, what he says, or try and do like a week before the draft, and if he's got time to pop over for an hour or something, figure okay. why not. You mentioned Smoot uh, spamming his blogs. On the sub again, he yeah. did this last off season, I believe. He started uh, started his blog series or whatever, and kind of started interacting on the sub a bit. And he actually did an AMA for us last year, also, and he completely swerved 
Luna. So, and he said he was going to do a uh, AMA this year when I he just like posted something on his uh, his blog yesterday or two days ago. I don't know. I was like, hey, Smoot, when are we going to get another AMA? And uh, said set it up. So, um, we will uh, we'll get that going sometime. Because we get, I said, when are we going to get a new AMA? He said, let me know, bro. I'm down. So uh, we'll try and set that up maybe after the draft. Yeah. Uh, and so Smoot, seem, Smoot seems like a cool guy, you know? So it, it's, it's nice to be able to have somebody, um, you know, somebody in the locker room with the rest of the guys come in and interact with us, you know, give us a little taste of, of what goes on in the locker room and on the field with, you know, all the players that we watch every week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, nice to actually have somebody in the like Jags organization. And he is a cool dude. Um, I said this to like in the mod chat, but like when we were, we were setting it up the uh, AMA last year, he just like sent me his, te- his phone number. He's like, Hey man, text me and set it up. And I was just like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. That was weird, but cool. Cool of him. Um, so that's, um, you know, kind of two of the bigger things we've got going on on the subreddit right now. Uh, one thing that we've had going on for about a week, uh, uh, Bacon, uh, what is his Reddit username? Is it yeah, um, Bacon Bit Retarded? Bacon, okay. Bacon, Bacon Bit Tarted is his, oh, yeah, bacon, uh, whatever. Yeah, bacon Bit Tarted. And I was actually going to have him on today, but he's working this evening. So. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll rain check and we'll have bacon on another time. But, um, I guess last year bacon had kind of set up or, or, uh, had the idea or something of, of doing like a March madness style Jaguars bracket. Yeah, it was, uh, let me see here. Cause I, I, I talked about it like a long time ago. It was like in our fantasy chat and I started to like break it down. like. Because I, I, I talked about doing it last year, but it was too late. And uh, I was, like, listing off, like, as many Jags, like, top, like, 1 to 50 Jags. Um, and he, like, kind of, like, actually took control of it and kind of, like, did it himself. Like, listed. This was He did this last year. He just kind of, like, listed them all out. Um, and then just said, hey, you know, I'm going to do it this year. And like, okay. Uh, but it's been kind of cool. So um, I've enjoyed it, I think. Did a good work. Um, we'll make changes to it and uh, fix it up for next year, but it's kind of cool. So, we'll, yeah, um, definitely do that. Let's next see. Year. Hold on. Uh, one day ago, yesterday was the Elite Eight, and the matchups were Rasheen Mathis versus Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith versus Keenan McCardell, John Henderson versus Mercedes Lewis. Maurice Jones Drew versus Tony Baselli. That is an absolutely stacked Elite Eight, dude. Yeah, it's down to the bottom now. So we're at the uh, the final, the finals here. Which I mean, I think honestly, I didn't actually think uh, Henderson would be in the final four. Definitely did see the other three, but uh, Henderson was. I could see definitely Henderson there. So he, that's that's fair. And let's actually see. Okay, so the for the elite ma- eight matchups, uh, John Henderson is actually winning versus Mercedes Lewis, which is surprising to me. Yeah, that was. Um, so uh, yeah, Henderson has sixty five percent, and uh, Lewis has thirty five percent. 
Um, yeah, that was that was something. And uh, let's see, Fred Taylor absolutely running away from Rasheen Mathis. Ninety-three percent of the votes for Fred yeah. Taylor. Yeah, I, I mean, Fred Taylor was my expected victor out of all this. Yeah, yeah, mine too. Uh, J- Jimmy Smith, 84% over Keenan McCardell, which is to be expected. I mean, yeah, that was the latest one that another. And then, uh, Baselli versus MJD. Baselli has 58 and MJD has 42. So that's the closest matchup. But yeah. if, if I had to guess, um, if it, if it, you know, if it turns out, I don't know how he has his bracket set up, but. You know, I have a feeling, it, you know, we may end up with uh, Freddie T versus Tony Baselli in the in the championship game, per se. Yeah, looking at and the that, votes right now, um, just for the Fred Taylor versus Jimmy Smith, Taylor's running away with it, and then John Henderson versus Baselli, Baselli's running away with it. Oh, did he post the Elite Four today? Yeah, the Final Four. Oh, I didn't even see that. I I didn't four. look at Reddit. Man, we're playing some Pokemon here. I I didn't <laughs> look at at Reddit all day today. So oh yeah, there we go. It's hiding in the grass. Oh, some, didn't look at Reddit today. He missed out that uh finally uh put the boy down. So we'll no longer get some of those posts now. I did see that in the Discord. You mentioned that in the Discord earlier. But uh, mm. wow, yeah. Fred so is one. running away from Jimmy. Yeah, those two. I mean, that's what I I expected. Um, I had, like, if I would have said like a top four or a top three, it would have been MJD, Fred Taylor, or Baselli would win. And that's the way it's looking right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't look at Reddit today. I'm a terrible uh, Reddit moderator, but, you yeah, know. I do uh, all the work anyway. We're good. Yeah, I was really busy at work. So, you know, I said, uh, I, I, I may have opened it a time or two, but um, usually if I'm at work, I don't, have a, I don't have a lot of time. Well, usually I do have a lot of time. Today, I didn't have a lot of time to like, sit around and, and uh, flip through threads. So. Yeah, we'll um, see, and then we'll get down to tomorrow will be uh, Taylor versus Baselli. I think probably... Taylor wins, but I, I I don't know. It could go either way, and I wouldn't be surprised. We will see. I don't know. Um, I would. I mean, geez, Fred I'd... Taylor was the reason the reason that I became a Jags fan. So I can at least. I mean, that's where my vote's gonna go. Um, I seen him, man, when he they were playing the Bengals, and he just ran all over them. Like when the, I first seen the Jags on TV, and that's where I became a fan. I was a really big Fred Taylor fan, also, and that's probably where my vote would go. Also, um, I, you know, I hate to say it, but with Baselli, it's it's almost like uh, it's almost like his Hall of Fame snub. Where you know, one of the biggest criticisms you hear is that he he was. Very, very, very good. When for the for the very limited amount of years that he was healthy, so Fred seemed like he was around forever, 
and he was always good, you know? Right. Like he he wasn't he wasn't the greatest at his position like like Tony was, but he was around for so long and he was always great. Um and he was it was I'm trying to think of the word, but kind of like a great uh, role model or like a, a lead, a, a lead into uh, like the MJD era, you know? Yeah. So Missing. I I expect Freddie to win also, and sure. I'm probably going to vote for Freddie. So. Yeah, that's. I think that's fair. Um, anything else going on in the sub or is that pretty much it for right now? That's pretty much it. I don't think we really have anything else. Yeah, we haven't been uh haven't been very busy on the sub. Uh closer to draft time, you know. People will start posting right. all of their uh mocks and you know, we're gonna draft this guy or this guy or but I think um Sunday at twelve noon Eastern time when Daniel Popper joins us for the AMA. Got to plug that again so you guys don't forget. Maybe he'll answer some of those draft questions too, um, but I doubt that'll deter people from, you know, spamming threads about who we're going to draft. So I'll just keep removing them. So no big deal. Um. So let's get on to some player news. A uh, former Jaguar great. Blake Bortles is now an L.A. Ram. How do you feel about that, Kromatos? Honestly, I think it's like probably the best spot he could have landed. Um, outside of maybe like New England or maybe a place where he could have started, like I think Miami or Red Washington. Um, as far as backup goes, I think he landed in the right spot. Um, only signed a one-year deal with um, St. Louis, and I don't think there's a better offensive mind to put him behind other than McVay right now. Um, like I said, outside of New England in uh, Belichick, LA's perfect spot for him. Um, give him a year to sit behind McVay, maybe learn something, hang out in LA. If he has to play, I mean, L.A. just got a great backup for $1 million a year. Great match. At least yeah. that's what I feel. I, I, I feel the same way. Um, I feel like L.A. is probably, like you said, the best landing spot for him as a backup. Um, I think everyone kind of agreed that Miami uh, would have been a good spot for him as a starter. But honestly, him going to L.A. may be the best thing for his career because um, he gets to hang out with his buddy Jared Goff, who's another cool guy. He gets mm -hmm. to hang out with Sean McVay, who is another cool guy. Uh, and, you know, he's you know on the coast by the beach, and everyone knows he's a, he's a beach guy. So, I mean, East Coast to West Coast, but... Uh, Sean McVay has great offensive mind, and you know he gets to hang out in L.A. and you know hang out with some cool people and maybe learn a thing or two from uh, from McVay and Goff while he's there. So uh, only uh, one year, one million. Uh, he's still getting like 
I don't know. He's still getting five and a half from us. So no matter what, he's going to get six point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, kind of a kind of a, a budget for them, you know, because Blake's still going to get paid a few million, and they're only paying him one million. And you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. I I'm happy for him, and you know, hope it works out. Um, yeah, uh, and that. I mean, yeah, it's a NFC. Um, so we're not we're not going to play against them, and we're not going to have to root against them. So works yeah, out. We, we can see how that plays out from a distance. You know, at least he didn't go to uh, Tennessee, and you know, didn't become a Titan, and then I would be obligated to hate him. So right, yeah, that 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 would have by far been worst case scenario. But now they have a now they have. I think we mentioned that last time, but Tannehill. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we mentioned that last time, but you might as well yeah. show Mariota because he's still the sixth six worst quarterback in the uh, AFC South, <laughs> which is cool. Speaking of Tennessee, uh, Blaine Gabbert, where did he end up? Did he go to Miami? He just signed, what, two days ago. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It was a one-year deal, and I can't remember where. It was uh, oh, Buccaneers. Uh, Bucks. So he's yeah. back in Florida. Um, I wasn't far off, I guess. Um, but obviously he's going to be backing up the uh, famous Jameis, the Crab Lake Steeler in uh, Tampa Bay. So yeah, this is, it was a uh, nice. It was like funny uh, comment on uh, Reddit. It was like Fitzpatrick's going to the Bucks. From well, Fitzpatrick went from the Bucks to the Dolphins. Tannehill went from the Dolphins to the Titans. Gabbert went from the Titans to the Bucks. Nobody improved. No team improved. <laughs> it's all, all lateral movements. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, those, uh, those journeymen backups, they'll, they'll bounce around from team to team. I don't think they care. They're going to ride the bench most of their careers. And, and uh, well, I guess except for Fitzpatrick, he's, he's going to be starting. I, I don't, every so, time he gets put in a backup situation, he ends up right. going in and, and, and starting and playing really well, uh, the the whole the whole Fitz magic uh, situation. But that, uh, the Dolphins have nobody. I don't. I don't even know the other quarterbacks on their roster. So I don't know anyone on the Dolphins roster. Not a single person other than Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely fair. Uh, I um. So. Today, um, in Jaguars news, we did re-sign Tyler Shatley, our our uh, backup for Brandon Linder. Um, a lot of people gave Shatley a lot of shit. Um, uh, rightfully so. He hasn't always been a good lineman for us. But last year he filled in nicely when uh, when Brandon was out, so I'm okay with it. I don't know the details of his deal if they've even even been released yet, but I'm, I imagine you know he he resigned for cheap. Um, he's familiar with the system. Mm-hmm. He's familiar with Marone and the other guys on the line, and you know if. God forbid something happened to Linder again this season. You know, at least we have a guy that we know has played center. Um, and yeah, you know, the offensive, 
the offensive uh, system is going to change a bit with with Foles and uh, uh, De Filippo, but nice. it, it's it's at least nice to have a guy who's who's backed up Linder before and and been able to come in and play pretty well uh, to an extent. Uh, you know when Linder went out, so. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't want to like. <sighs> we're starting to get to this point, but if I mean, if it continues, like, I mean, Linder Linder has piled up some injuries here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't think he's last. I don't think he's played a full season yet. Um, I mean, when he plays, you know, he's very good. Like, not elite, but in that very good stage. Um, and. He's great, but it's just he has had some injuries, he, and he's getting borderline, getting he's getting borderline on that injury prone tag. Um, so I I'm cool with the Shatley resigning. Um, think it's good depth. Um, I think he I think he can actually play both the center and both guards. So um, he that's did, kinda, he kind of nice. He has filled in at, at guard for us. Um, uh, yeah, I mean I agree, uh, Linder. He's I don't know uh I don't know top five top ten center in the league when he's playing, mm-hmm. but he gets knocked around a lot. Um and uh you know he 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 ends up you know on IR or you know missing a few games. Um I I love Linder. Uh he's mm-hmm. I don't know probably our best lineman. So, but you know you can't stay healthy. You know that that you know the production. If 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 you're not healthy and you know even if you're a, a you know a top ten center in the league, if you're not on the league, it doesn't. If you're not on the field, it doesn't matter. You know, so right. you know I I feel like you know it's probably about time that uh, they might start looking at options at center. Or I highly doubt they think Shatley is the long term solution nah. if. You know, they're but, they're going to ride. I think ride Linder out. Yeah, he sees more injuries this year. I mean, this year's fine, but next year, if he's still showing injuries, then we'll uh, we'll take a look. But nothing we have to worry about right now, thankfully. Yep. Um. Some other news. Uh, I cannot. I've been sitting here trying to remember uh, who reported it, but. The Jaguars are in talks to do uh, some joint practices this year with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I'm happy about that. So um, you actually know who reported that? The guy we were talking about. The guy that oh, did the was AMA. it? Okay. Yeah, Sports okay. Grind Don. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So was he the actually... only I don't think he was the only one, but he may have... Well, he said, uh, it said per John Harbaugh, the Ravens are in process of setting up joint practice with the Jaguars. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I remember, I remember they were, they were setting up joint practices with us and someone else, I think. And I think our practices are going to be in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm cool with it. I, um, they have a million tight ends. We can't guard tight ends. They have a they have a running back as a quarterback. We can't defend running quarterbacks. I don't know. Maybe it's going to give us an idea 
They have a good defense, yeah. That'll help our, if we have an offense, whatever it would be, maybe. looking at I'm looking at the positives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to give us an idea to see how our offense is going to match up against, you know, a top defense this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to give us an idea of how we're going to cover, uh, you know, uh, option run plays, fast scrambling quarterbacks uh because we know that we haven't done that well at all in the past as fast as our defense is we can't catch up with a fast quarterback um and we can't cover tight ends it absolutely fucking blows my mind so uh you know hopefully this will give us an idea of how we plan on attacking tight ends and speedy quarterbacks it's a start. Who did we joint with last year? Vikings. Okay. Um, the, yeah, that's it. It was the Vikings because I remember it was like Xavier Rhodes and Telvin Smith were going to like race or something. I I don't remember. I remember seeing something do, stupid with the FSU boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, they had a top defense, I think, or. Uh, yeah, they, I think they were they weren't top like they had a good they had a good top defense three, top ten yeah they had a good defense I I remember looking forward to going into those practices because everyone knew their their defense was good and Blake was coming off of coming off that extension so and you know coming off the heartbreak from from the AFC Championship game so um I was looking forward to seeing Blake go in and play really well against a uh you know good defense but we see how things worked out with with Blake and I don't think he pr- played particularly well against the Vikings defense during those joint practices either so neither did Cousins if I recall like he was looking like shit too but it was just yeah. defense being ahead of the offense early on yeah so you know we'll we'll see how it goes with the Ravens um, I imagine a schedule should be coming out uh, in uh, two weeks. So it's yeah. like two weeks before the draft or so sometime mid-April. Yep. It'll um, be actually like right at like the two week mark from here. Okay. Perfect. So uh, I'm happy that I'm happy about that uh, because we'll get to see you know, kind of where we're playing our home games, away games. Um, well, I mean, we know our home and, and away opponents, but, uh, you know, as far as, you know, how they, how they pan out across the season. Um, but mostly because I get to find out when that Carolina game is. And sure. I can and start planning my trip to uh, Charlotte. For sure. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Other than, oh yeah, well, I guess we didn't really nothing, but uh, we did bring Drew Locke in. Um, I guess that's the first like real quarterback that we brought in for a uh, interview. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. Um, not that, that anything's really going to come out of that, but I guess pretty no. much it, man. Yeah, uh, I don't have anything else. It's it's slow part of the year. Um, now you know for everyone listening and. And uh, when I post it on the sub, I'll, 
you know, kind of type it out and, uh, you know, say the same thing. But uh, Krom and I kind of decided that, and, you know, for the rest of the off season, for the most part, uh, we're probably going to start splitting these episodes into every two weeks just because, you know, we really don't have a lot of news coming out every week. Uh, what you heard today is two weeks worth of Jags news. So, <laughs> I mean, there's there's not a lot going on. And, you know, we don't want to get on every week and, and put out a, uh, you know, like a BS podcast with you know 10 minutes worth of content so so uh we're gonna try to spread these out to every two weeks now obviously once we you know maybe when we when we get into camp you know we'll pick it up uh so we'll have a lot more to talk about so um unless we unless we have weeks where you know we start getting a lot of news or whatever then Probably just probably just spread these out to every two weeks, and uh, we'll try to make sure we can get some guests on to get some interaction, get some ideas from members of the subreddit and from the Discord. For sure, we'll uh, play it out here. But so we got a month to go till the NFL draft. One final thing to close it out on: Who do you think the pick is? It's gonna be an offensive lineman. Yeah, I don't, I don't want it to be Jawan Taylor, but I think it's gonna be Jawan Taylor. That's what I've been saying. I mean, offensive line, well, lineman from Florida that fills a need. It's it, it, like Dave Caldwell, just match made in heaven there. Um, so I was, uh, if I had to guess right now, I would say eighty percent Jawan Taylor. I would say 15% Hawkinson, 5% Metcalf. That's my guesses. So okay. We got, th- we got four weeks, but we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that, and that's my guess. All right, perfect. Well, we will be back in two weeks, hopefully, with a little bit more to talk about. And uh, we will see you guys around Sunday at noon Eastern time with Daniel Popper, AMA. So that's all for me. See you guys on Sunday. Later.